Loaded Edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. About one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time. WCW's New Blood Rising. What day is it again? Tuesday. Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> when you're down in the dumps and you need something to bring you oh! Hey, Domino's, if you want to sponsor the show for giving Levi the shits at 2 a.m., you can email us at heelsandquads at gmail.com. And everybody's just having a good old fucking time here. They're having a great time at Bash of the Peach. Because it was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now. The show must go on, but things must go wrong. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to have a fucking puke bucket next to me and be like, Oh my god, he's gonna Look, dude, I'm in a big league game. <laughs> look, look, dude, do you know who I am, and do you know how much money I've made doing it? <laughs> Wrestling is so fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> God, I love it. <laughs> Two different sounds. <laughs> That microphone's great, dude. I love it, dude. It picks up the fart so well. And I have the like the noise gate thing set up on here, so it shouldn't it shouldn't do that. <laughs> 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 so people call you Maurice. Wow. I have them sometimes where it's like wow. <laughs> It's just two different sounds, man. I'm like, that was so good. I'm going to be farting all day. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm leaving that, that in. That was great. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Dude. That was so good. <laughs> you get laugh at a good fart, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, if you can't laugh at a good fart, you're fucking, you are vanilla. Jesus. <laughs> okay oh man this stomach hurts oh okay okay welcome back everybody to the heels and quads wrestling podcast <laughs> Okay, okay. This is good for the Patreon, at least. Yeah, you know? I love it. <sighs> I know how hard it was to record. <clears throat> oh, my God. Okay. It's killing me, man. Do you want me to look down while you're doing the intro? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I'll do this. <laughs> like, and now you're, it's the fart, man. You're fucking, you smell <laughs> I can it. smell it through the fucking Zoom. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on this Good Friday, Easter Sunday, Passover, all kinds of stuff. It's actually Easter Sunday at time of recording. We've come back to deliver you yet another fantastic episode. Happy holiday, everybody. Happy holiday. For the, the bunny, the bunny came a-knocking early this morning. The bunny did. He left his yeah. little flower tracks all yeah. over my house. His little, little baskets. Did they ever do that candies. when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. Did they ever do that when you were a kid? With a flower, my grandma would put flower 
like the Easter Bunny, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if that was a thing everywhere. Yeah. Well, the Easter Bunny leaves it. Your grandma had nothing to do with. Right. I know. It was yeah. Yeah. And then he brought me an Undertaker figure one time. You were at your grandma's house, and it happened. Yes, I was at my proverbial grandmother's house when the bunny came and left the paw prints. Yes, because a lot of times I would. Well, he left his cottontail, his bunny trail. Peter Cottontail, yeah, that yeah. thing, that old chestnut. So much candy. I, you know, Ooh, yeah. the good so days the ca- of Easter were good. You, Yeah, yeah. You got the candy. You, obviously, you got the eggs. You yeah. The egg hunt. Oh, of course. But like you said, you got Undertaker figure. We always got a little, like, cheap. A little something. Yeah, a little cheap figure. Yeah, yeah. You, nothing well, like, was it an elite Undertaker? Was it, like, a basic? Yeah, I don't remember. I think if I rem- I, like, barely remember, but I would wake up really early because it was, like, kind of Christmassy. But I was excited for yeah. it. Was something about I don't know. I'd wake up to pee or something. I'd see flower prints. I'd be like, dude, he came. Yeah. It was and exciting. Then, uh, yeah. And I'd get I'd open up the closet or wherever the trail led to, and like there'd be the basket. And then I can't remember what the taker was that I got, man. I, I wanna say it was might have been a bone cruncher at that point. It very well could have been a bone cruncher. I think it was one of the Titan drawn ones, like where Ooh. you could put their foot on there and it would play the music. I Ooh. have that, but I was probably about six around that time because I had the Titan Tron, I had the Raw's War ring, I had a Nitro ring too. I wish I would have kept that. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> your asshole is gonna fall out, dude. It's it is on fire today. It's rolling. What a maneuver. So six, it would have been 99. Yes, for me, I'd be, yeah. It, it was like that time period. Yeah. I think that for me. Because I think the, the Titan Trons came out late 2000, early 2001. Okay, so it might it might have been a bone crunch. I just know it was. I'm just under- trying to, I'm really trying to nail this down. It's really bothering <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Anyway. I just <clears throat> know it was an undertaker. We got a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about, yeah. Uh, but Easter, you know, it probably ended for me like oh two. I yeah. would say Easter ends pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe some kids go for longer, but I don't yeah. know that I was like ten. I might have been ten when it ended. Yeah. But anyway. I was gonna say, yeah, Tommy's nine, and we're still. You still do the Easter. So yeah. Probably about ten. Yeah. 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 But the you know the Christmas thing that had to go on for a while, so yeah. still still does. I'm not looking forward to that. I am, but you know, I don't know. It's our seasons are so fucked up that we don't like, know Christmas what never feels like Christmas. No, wearing fucking shorts on Christmas Day. Yeah, and then in, and then in April it's still cold out and like you see sleet and like dude, it's so Arkansas weather is so effed up. I'm ready to move. <laughs> it's the lately it's just wind and storms and tornadoes, just like crazy. Yeah, we this week alone, I think there was like three tornado warnings. Yeah, so yeah, and then like two or three. Guys, yeah, yeah, like two or three weeks ago, we had like three in one day. It was fucking wild. It's been. I was like, all right, this is nutty, enough. Dude. And I told yeah. Amanda uh, Friday night. I said, "May better bring some fucking flowers because April showers has been bullshit. It has literally yeah, rained like almost every day this month. My, my backyard is growing like crazy. I, had to mow I, know, I, know, I was like, I need to fucking mow already. Yeah." Like, usually I wait until the end of April. Like, beginning of May is about mowing season. Start of May, yeah. yeah. That's usually about the mowing season. But it's, I mean, it's growing already. Because you it's get one, like, really fucking sunny, hot day. And mm-hmm. here it comes. 
I threw some grass seed down because we have some patches in the backyard that didn't uh that are just kind of dead like yeah not nothing grows there well the grass seed didn't I mean it kind of started wanting to grow stuff but it made all the other grass just go nuts and I got this like runoff by my porch I don't know what's happening but the water it, it's like very they built that stupid house next door and it's like dammed it up so the water's just getting stuck there and the grass like that grass grows in like two days it's like two feet tall he's too much man yeah it's i gotta figure that out we gotta we gotta create a little irrigation system of some kind you build a moat yeah yeah a moat <laughs> for the queen the king and the queen i mean i'm king of the ring so well yeah the king of the ring all right let's talk wrestling let's talk wrestling so uh i mean one that i know i definitely wanted to mention in this well so first of all this this weekend what there was Battle of the Belts, there was the New Japan Chicago show, which yes. you did the watch along yes. for, as well as Windy, AEW, City, Riot. Windy City Riot, Battle as of the well Belts as too. Battle of the Belts 2. Yes. And so I'm I assuming Battle of the Belts either. is basically the Clash of the Champions. Essentially, you know, yeah. they're doing the they're doing that thing, so. That WCW type thing. Was was Clash, Clash was always a two-hour show, though. Yes. Isn't Battle of the Belts a one hour? Mm, I don't know if it was an hour or not. I'm not sure. Is I that, didn't watch that. Yeah, that's a lot. I had minutes. New Japan and it went a little long, as per usual. AEW Battle of the Belts 2. Let's see if it has a a page. No, but I know Sammy <laughs> won the belt back from Scorpio. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, and then we had Nyla Rose. Good. We can blow that feud off now. I'm glad Scorpio finally got a run with a solo title. Yeah, I wonder, like, he lost it kind of quick, but that title is one that you can kind of toss around, so yeah. that's okay. It's, but... it's very TV champion. WCW yeah. back in the day, they would constantly, it was like a rotating door. So, okay, yeah, and then Don- Jonathan Gresham retained the title. Against Dalton Castle. So I think it is an hour, because that was a nine-minute match. And, and then the, Was there only minutes... three matches? It looks like it, yeah. And then Thunder Rosa retained against Nyla Rose. Okay, Correct? cool. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was hoping Thunder would retain. Yeah, yeah, 14 minutes. Yeah, I, so I, 14, I wanted 12, to watch nine. it because I'm, I'm a big Dalton Castle fan. So Yeah, he's great. And yeah. I, I think I'll, that one I'll definitely catch, like the YouTube bits and pieces. Yeah. And then uh, New Japan, Windy City Riot that which i i was kind of surprised because i kind of built it up for the patreon over at talking shop like you know all three of the hoots are on the show it's gonna be great you know come watch it with us rocky i text rocky i'm like dude are you still on the card he was like i was in the dark and i was like oh shit we're sitting here waiting for you like i'm used to rocky being you know opening match on tv or whatever Mm -hmm. and he was nowhere to be found. I was like, oh, maybe they're like saving it for that, you know, middle of the road match or something. And we're just all like waiting for it, waiting for it. And he never comes out. So I finally, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to text and find out what's going on. So Wheeler, like, Yuta and Rocky <clears throat> defeated Kevin Knight and the DKC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And the so yeah, we, we were texting during the Suzuki Ishii match. Okay. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is wild as usual. But So we'll that, there. where do I go watch that at? Is that on Fight? It's on fight. It's on New Japan of World. Of course, New Japan World. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to catch that. Just... 
looked like a good, pretty good card. It was a, it, was it a bunch yeah, of tag matches? Fun. Yeah, uh, Bullet Club and United Empire. Uh, Scott mm. Norton teamed with Bullet Club, which was cool. Yeah, that's right. The boys and Scott Norton. You said Scott that. Flash Norton. That alone yeah, that made it worth a watch because overall a pretty good card. You're old school like WCW cat. You'll you'll like to see that. <clears throat> the US of J open challenge. I love that he's calling it that. I listened to him on Renee's podcast a while back. How was it? It was okay. Yeah. It's not like amazing. He's an enthralling interview. I still need to listen to Regal yeah. Jericho pod. Have you not listened to either? No, because I saw too. part two was out too. Part might, two might do that tomorrow. The part one is really good. Part two is kind of like you're listening to Regal talk about this daddy guy the whole time. Oh, okay. It's, I mean, it's fine. I listened yeah. to it, but I wasn't really following that. One. Right. It was just, um, yeah, I did watch him on the AW Unrestricted pod though. Okay. And like he talked about like his lizards and shit. Apparently he used to collect lizards. Really? And he's got like three now. But, like, I'm talking, like, fucking, like, lizards, like, ah, with the wow. serpent tongue and shit. No shit. It, okay. Yeah, I I'm, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I never would have thought he would be into shit like that, but that's cool. You never think, you never really can tell. Yeah, because we don't know them. No. We know their no. character. As much as people like to think online when they're writing their little articles that they know all these wrestlers, mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. I, I did think it was cool, though, just to to hear stories from somebody like that, because he's very, like, humble. Yeah, crazy and he, humble. And he knows, like, people always put him in that best wrestler to never hold the world title yeah. conversation. He's like, listen, I knew what I was. And he was like, I know people say that if you're not in it to be the world champion, you're in it for the wrong reasons. He was like, I was never in it to be the world champion. But look at the titles he held. He was right. the work rate guy. European, yeah. intercontinental. TV. TV. Like yeah. he was always that guy. So yeah, he, he got the work, the worker titles. And they were right. always great because yeah. you watch a regal match, man. He's working old school. Yeah. And he does the, the he does the little Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always loved that for some reason. <clears throat> Even as a kid, I like people would boo the fuck out of him. Like we I'd go to like WCW house shows. Doody, and, stuff. Doody, doody. and people would yes. boo him and I'm like, why? He's good. Regal's awesome, man. <laughs> I think I was just smart even as a kid. Yeah, you're always you've always been a smart, you know, a smart fan. Yeah. You got you got smartened up a little bit. I knew about work rates. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh Ishii beat Suzuki. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, dude. And as I'll always, watch that. as always, that. it was yeah. fucking banger. They can always run that match because it's just a hard hitter. Yeah, then after that, Eddie Kingston came out. I had it on mute, so I don't know exactly what went down. And I didn't get on Twitter after because as soon as I finished the watch long, I was in bed because i had to get up at 3 a.m oh yeah yeah so, so typically don't like too. to do the watch longs on the weekends but for that one i i, I had to what is the may 14th <clears throat> dc show that he challenged him to is that AEW? Uh, no it's it's just a new japan show it's a japan show. uh okada will be on that one. Oh wow okay yeah. Yeah, i see he's not okada. on this but okada's coming to the us of a I've seen so far that Moxley beaten Will Ospreay. Like, that was like a five-star match. Yeah. It was good. Blood, of course, like 20 seconds in, Mox. Oh, yeah. He's always got to get the gush going. Which is fine. Yeah, but that kind of leads into what I want to talk to here. Let me bring up Backlash 2002 so I can remember the card, because we are talking about that today. At some point. Um, so, I read some things. Okay. 
obviously you were telling me about this yesterday briefly we texted yeah so and it wasn't any like so obviously there was the discovery merger with tnt or whatever like i guess that means discovery bought tnt tbs turner broadcast or whatever or maybe it's just the parent company now maybe turner bought discovery maybe something like that we can i don't know we can fact check it but anyways or you can just tell us whatever yeah so it's not nobody's said like discovery has said this but a lot of people have said that um AEW might want to tone down the blood and the guts type thing with to keep discovery happy because they could a lot of times when a merger happens they can just drop people because they don't want them right or whatever which their deal is still till 2023 or something i think it was yeah i think that's right 20, yeah, that was, 23 24 something like that yeah so it said the negotiations will start like a year out is kind of where the negotiations start like for your renewing your contract and all that but um yeah it said like they might think about toning that down but then of course we see on rampage like they didn't which is whatever that's fine i'm good with blood i'm good with violence i'm good i I want it in wrestling i want that i think and i'm a big fan of blood and like you know, that kind of stuff. But I think AEW could not do it every week like right. they have been doing. They they are save the blood for the pay-per-views. Yeah. I don't need it on TV. Unless it's like a fair. brutal beatdown backstage or something like that. That or one of your, you know, your Moxley matches where it's like yeah. kind of a kind of like almost a pay-per-view match. Yeah. Like one of those big matches on TV, that's fine. Cage like, match, maybe. Yeah. In a cage course. match on yeah, you gotta, cage yeah. match. Yeah, somebody's gonna bleed cage or street fight yeah. that's that's where i want to see blood those kinds of matches but i mean they do it an awful lot and like i love blood man but yeah. i never thought i'd be like you can you can pull it back a little bit because you know they're they got the storytelling down and they keep but that was another part of it is going you know this year it said somebody said towards the fall they really need to step it up and like keep people get the viewers up because really if you look at the viewership aw's kind of plateaued they stand at 900 to a million viewership which is good i think in today's terms i mean definitely dude i mean look at how many people don't have cable or satellite yeah Uh, yeah we've talked about it a thousand times but like i i haven't had cable or satellite in years yeah I mean, I've dabbled in like YouTube TV, TV, and yeah, yeah, sling and stuff. Yeah. yeah, sign up for a couple of different emails. You know, <laughs> see how many free trials, trials we can wiggle you know, out when of. When there's a big show, yeah, watch. Sure. Um, but I mean, it's yeah, there's ways to catch it online. You know. Yeah. Or even if you're just watching clips of YouTube, you can get kind of the gist of it. What's going on? That's the good thing about AEW. It's very, it's very New Japan esque in in its storylines where you know, the, the stories are told in the ring for yeah. the most part. I mean, they have quite a few have, interview yeah. segments and so-and-so speaks this week, which is getting kind of old. Tony Khan's huge announcement. <laughs> yeah, huge announcement. He, He's huge. got another one this week. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Yeah, they they do. Well, even their stories that are somebody comes out and cuts a promo, like they're good Yeah, because they got the, you know, Tony, as far as I understand from what we've all read probably is like Tony gives the bullet points. He lets the wrestlers tell the story, which is, right. that's good because they're pros. That's what they should do, you know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, like I said, I love blood. If they got to tone it down, they got to tone it down, but I really don't want to see them go PG. Cause that was like, we have somebody that. said that. No, I, I'm good on the PG bullshit. Cause I yeah. mean, look at, look at WWE. And plus imagine 
that company, look at all the guys in the company, like they could all do it, but that's going to really just kill the characters because yeah. they can't be, I shouldn't say kill the characters, but. Well, like, and not only that, but the types of matches they do, like the lights out match. And I know that's yeah, not supposed yeah. to be sanctioned or whatever, but it's on fucking TV. So come on, yeah. give me a break. Um, you know, they do a lot of street fights. They do like the, the stadium, whatever that was called. Stadium um, stampede. Yeah. Stadium stampede. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit like that. You have to have like a little co- color in it. Yeah. Or else it's, it's not going to work. I mean, dating back to the seventies and eighties, <clears throat> even Before earlier that, than that. Yeah. yeah the sixties and shit with Bruno. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, color. What is it? Red equals green, man. I mean, yep. people, people like that. Red equals green, baby. But the, yeah. But there are, you know, there is that crowd that doesn't like that, which that's fine. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I think WWE, for the most part, is the more kid-friendly option. Yeah. You know, AEW, they've got the blood. They say shit. Yeah. Um. They use the finger. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's what we've been waiting for. Yeah. People in our our demographic. That's what we, you know, male eighteen to thirty-five. That's I'm almost out of that demographic, by the way. Man, but that's still, what we're still in it. Though. That's what we're waiting for. You know, we, we've been waiting for it. And we finally got it, and now you know if, if they take it away, it's gonna be like oh, same fucking shit with everybody. Like I get yeah. it, like it, but that's the times we're in, and yeah. you think we'd progress, but we're regressing mm-hmm. with 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 wrestling, and it, it's it's really kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. I just, I, I hate to see Tony's smart. He's a smart dude, obviously. He's a great businessman. So I think you, it'll get worked out. What do you think about him saying that the bots on Twitter are what's oh, causing yeah. <laughs> What, what? Everybody I, said that's. I, I said this last night and I almost replied to his tweet. I wanted to say, hey, you want to send some of those automated bots my way so I can get some follows and retweets? Yeah, no shit. Have yeah. people talk shit about us. So, what what exactly is, is good that? for us? What what exactly is that story? Because I saw some stuff about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... assuming that he's he thinks that like Twitter, like the the bot, there's like a wrestling bot community that's just out to get them okay. for whatever reason. The big I don't really understand how it works, but I don't either. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. Like, send them our way. Yeah, let Come me get on. some bots, man. Then I can get a PS5 <laughs> and we can get some more followers. Yeah. So bam yeah there's there's your those are the good bots and you can but, quit your job and we can just stay at home and do this every day yeah man every tons day. of money the more the wrestling morning show with levi and tommy the morning good mornings. morning good morning american wrestling <laughs> but yeah anyways i just wanted to bring up the blood thing and then i think this is just my opinion um i think it's time for hangman to drop the title and with this with this you know new deal thing on the horizon like it's going to be coming up soon i think you need to kind of keep the belt on the bigger names for the time being keep the maybe revisit it in a couple of years yeah like you know give it hangman's a star He, he is he's a great wrestler but his run for me has not been that exciting yeah and I don't know what it is. I think it's just that his character is kind I mean, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just not, it's not been very exciting. He's like that. He's like a renegade. 
Yeah. Like he comes in, he's, you know, everybody's buddy buddies in the elite, whatever. And then it's like almost instantly he was kind of out of that. Cody was out of that. Like I think what yeah. they, Cody and the elite did like what two on screen segments together the whole time. They yeah, did the, the first show, they did something. And then uh, when the pandemic started, they were all yeah. out in the ring together. But other than that, they never did anything. And the same with Hangman, like he did, I mean, obviously he teamed with Kenny and whatever, but I think they were like, they weren't with the Bucks at that time or something. It's always been kind of a weird line. It's weird. Like I I thought the whole point of this company was supposed to be kind of centered around them starting it together. Yeah. And and they've, I mean, they've really, I mean, and it's fine. The story's. I think we'll get to it. But I, I, yeah, I want, I want that to come back and kind of, I feel like that would help. I think that is something that might be a long-term build here where like you get this, you get this faction that's just dominant over everybody. And then, you know, when Kenny's back and everything, and this could be whenever, but you get this faction that's just dominant. You got them built up. They're badasses. The elite reforms and kind of takes them on, on that five on five or whatever it may be, something like that. But yeah, I think, I think we'll still see that, but it, it also kind of benefits them to be separated because then they're not just tied to, oh, they're just the elite. Right. Know? But like, I get what you're, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. You, you would think the company would start and it would be like pretty elite heavy for a yeah, while. For a while. And yeah. I, I, but that's what I was saying is it like, because when it, when AEW first started, we talked about a lot of the viewers are going to be people who watch BTE. Yeah. And then and they've done a Still pretty are. they they've done a pretty good job of BT as far as carrying the storylines over to that show or keeping yeah. you know starting them there and then you kind of follow it as far as TV goes. But like as far as Cody goes, I'm fine with him not being a part of it anymore because yeah, like he was always that weird like he was in the elite but he wasn't with the tweener thing. Yeah, yeah, he was like a tweener with the faction. Like yeah, he was kind of. In and out, he did his own thing a lot more, and I think it's just because that's what he really—that's what he wants. He well, wants and to he, be a solo guy. He wanted to be the name. It's the yeah, name, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. And he's gonna get it now, and, but you know, but because I guess right now, what do we got? We got Bucks and Adam Cole and Red Dragon, or kind of yeah. like kind of. That's a but thing. and then you're kind of like I said before, you're kind of waiting for Kenny to come back because the Bucks and Kenny are gonna obviously get back together, yeah. And then you're gonna have. And then they're gonna do their six man storyline. Mm, yeah, that'll and be, I think I think that's yeah. what's gonna happen. You're, I I think at this point, I'm with you as far as Hangman dropping the title. I think he'll drop it to Adam Cole, and then Cole, Cole yeah. will hang on to it for a bit. Kenny and comes Cole back. Punk. Kenny takes the title back. Or do you think Punk falls in it though? Because he's I think he he's too. Get and MJF belt. too. Yeah, MJ. So, M- so maybe they hold off on the Kenny thing, but I, I think that story kind of Kenny obviously gets it back at some point. I think, I think we start seeing, we start seeing the bucks and Cole and red dragon kind of having some beef. And then that's Kenny's big return. Yeah. When maybe there's a turn or something like that. And then you got your, you set up your six band. Or they do that thing where they like, you find a partner because yeah. this, this relationship yeah. isn't working out. And then the next week, Kenny Omega's music hits and the fucking crowd pops and because i'm ready for kenny to be back i am too man i need him on TV. i miss him he needs to be on it, tv and it's but my whole point with kenny regaining the title was um uh, 
Like he had such a good run with it. It but was bef- awesome. But before that, he it was kind of just like lost in the shuffle. It wasn't yeah. the Kenny Omega that we knew. And they did a good job of building that story. Like he's going to get yeah. back to his winning ways. And then he won that tournament. And then he won the title. Then he went heel, which Kenny Omega's a heel is fucking money. Oh, man. He was so, so good. good as a heel. And, and Don Callis did a fucking great job being uh-huh. a mouthpiece, e- even though Kenny doesn't need a mouthpiece. But no. Don Callis gives you that old school wrestling feel that he, old school even though Kenny feel. can talk, he, yeah. he makes it better. Yeah. That, I've kind of reminisced on that lately because a lot of that time period, I was kind of in and out of just watching wrestling in general. Yeah. Like I've always, I, I always watched and kept up, but it was like, you know, maybe a week or two I'd miss it and then I'd catch up and it was, but now I'm like, man, I kind of miss that because Hangman won the belt. Yeah. It was a great moment, but now it's just been the last couple of months. It's like, he, what did he face Lance Archer? And then what was the, Oh, Adam Cole at revolution. That was uh-huh. a really good match. It was. And I think I think double or nothing is like he needs to drop to either Punk or Adam Cole, which it seems like it'll be Adam Cole first, and then Punk will kind of go for because Punk and Adam Cole I would love that would be a great match honestly because they both have that Ring of Honor background yeah and that would make sense with you know both Cody buying Ring of Honor so yeah 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 um that's I I think it's like you know when it comes time crunch time for that whole re-signing a new deal it needs to be on a because cole's a pretty big name from wwe and then punk i mean he's a huge name you got moxley which i don't think he's doing this combat club thing which is cool and they yeah, can stay that I way for it. a while um daniel or brian danielson at some point needs the strap just yeah you know just the bigger names of the company someone has to have that i think to get eyes on around that time whenever that is i just i I don't know i'm always worried about this company because i love (laughs) i love their product man and it's these are the best episodes of the podcast so it's like we're literally like sitting in a boardroom like trying to book this out yeah just shooting from the head yeah yeah i mean we don't pre-plan it it just kind of happens and it yeah i I wish people would fucking listen to this shit because we have fucking ideas hey tony khan you want to need some help yeah, unrestricted heels and quads. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, give us a fucking podcast payday at least. Come on. You always talk about it though, man. But it's like it's literally the product people our crowd of wrestling fans have been waiting on. Yeah. And I'll always say it, I always love WWE. You know, I watched Mania, it's was whatever, but other I mean Austin's shit was cool. Yeah. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. It's entertainment. And I like the I like the Jericho sports entertainer thing, but man, it's just it's like is this going to be the formula forever where Jericho grabs a bunch of guys and gets them over and then makes another faction? Yeah. That- I mean, <laughs> I'm fine with it because I'm a faction guy. But Exactly. exactly. How many? How many are we going to see? I, I would have rather him be by himself for a little bit. I think we need to see it. In a between. Jericho solo run. Solo run. Get these guys over and then let him do his thing. Because What are we doing with Jake Hager? he's sticking around Jericho, but he doesn't wrestle ever. He needs to get in some more programs. There's, yeah. But it's so many guys on it's this, so on many. this roster, man, that need that. It's it's frustrating because you yeah. only have so much time and you have all these yeah, talented so people. So much talent. So it kind of, that's that's where it begs the question. And then you of keep like, signing new people. Stop. Yeah. you got enough. And maybe that's the plan, though. Maybe he the ROH thing, man. Maybe yeah. that's the deal is he wants... He wants those separate rosters because if he's got 
both go. Well, now we know Cody's know. not running it. That's that was my idea. Yeah, it's but. gonna be it's gonna be Tony. Oh yeah. But you know, I'm ready to see what happens with that. If there's gonna be a streaming deal, because now that they're with Discovery, maybe it's Discovery Plus. Maybe that's where AEW is gonna go if they if they. Not stick a bad app that. either. No, that's actually. I've, a I've checked good it app. out. A lot better than Peacock. Yeah. Oh. God, even watching uh, Backlash, it was kind of trashy. That just, app, I just, I hate having to fucking find the season, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't. God, just tell me so. the the date. We talk about the, it the all date. the time. Yeah, I miss the fucking network, man. The network was great. It was perfect. Yeah. Nothing but wrong. I get it. It's money. Whatever. It's Vince is a money. Guy, I like money. Whatever his name is. We're Khan. money guys. Nick Nick Khan. Nick Khan. Yeah. He's the CFO. So. Speaking of money, he's coming up this week. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shields and Quads. Get your new, new T-shirt. Uh, Hills and Quads Hygienic Podcast. <laughs> for all you fans out there that need a deodorant. Oh, yeah. Or for you fans that wear deodorant and want to join our movement. Yeah. Of hel- helping fight, fight the good fight. And yeah. raising awareness that good hygiene and being a wrestling fan, there's nothing Raise wrong with awareness. it. I just love that. Deodorant. I love that shower. people on Twitter also, like those people exist yeah. that are like, why are wrestling oh, that, fans Yeah, that stinky? tweet I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you went on Twitter just to retweet it because your your Twitter oh, presence is. I just very, I'm not very, a social media guy, yeah, man. I get it. It's it, you're very uh, limited in my yeah yeah. I'm trying there. to think the word, but I it, it's gone. Sporadic. Yes, sporadic. Very that, sporadic. That is the word I was looking for. Twitter. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean, I, you're like that on all social media. Yeah, I I would say the one I'm on the most, and it's probably just scrolling and liking is Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I see you like a lot of stuff on Instagram. Yeah, but you know, Twitter's <clears throat> I get on Twitter just to check news stuff every now and then because a lot of stuff breaks on there. Yeah, I'll, I'll get on it and not tweet. Yeah, I, I I read more than I tweet, but I tweet a lot. And Facebook Marketplace, that's also a Dude, spot I like to go. I am not a it's fan. Kind of dying. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's not very good. And now I get a lot of stuff that has to be shipped. Yeah, it's I don't like, like I don't I, I don't trust that. Every time I, I, I go, that, I'll go to eBay. Yeah, exactly. Every time I open it up, I have to search for something and then search local only. And it's annoying that it doesn't just keep that filter. You have to do it every time you search. Yeah. Local like only, that. local only. It's, it's the same thing with shitty. Walmart. You go on that Walmart app and you gotta. It feels like every it's, time I have to put my area code in so I can get my pickup order at the right Walmart yeah. location. Yeah, but and then, th- then it's sometimes not always it's, right. Yeah, and then sometimes it's okay, but yeah. but most of the time it's bad. And then like you have to like actually look at the product because like ramen is I don't know why top ramen is so hard to get nowadays, but for whatever it's reason, the pasta, the, the Wal- noodles. For whatever reason, Walmart just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. And like I went to add it to the cart and it said like twenty seven ninety one. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it said three day shipping. I'm like, no, I don't in store only. Thanks. Shipping God. ramen. I'll have to pick you up some. I'll go to the Asian market here and now, pick you up a bunch well, of authentic. Well, I mean, I get I can go to DG. They have top ramen. Okay. But yeah, the it's like what is it like fluffy panda or something that Walmart carries now? I'm like, ah no. I need I need name brand ramen. The the Maruchan Maruchan yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, Walmart 
sometimes mine I'll be like, I'll look for something and then I'll put in store and I know it's there because yeah. I've seen it there, but it won't tell me it's, it'll say it's not there. Right. So that app's kind of sketchy. Well, yeah. And then like, I'll do a Walmart order and it, they won't have like four things. I'll go in and they'll have all four things. And I'll be like, I, you could have just yeah. put it in here. Cause now I have to come in. That defeats yeah. the purpose of a Walmart order, but I also have panic attacks in Walmart and anxiety attacks. So I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Cause there's too many fucking people yeah. And ugh, I'm trying to shop and I feel rushed because somebody's always like behind you trying to get where you are. I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, because I'm a kind I, person. I've never been a big part. like anxiety guy, dude, but I will tell you, sometimes I get a weird feeling where I'm like, I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's like everything's just, I, I don't know. It's like everything's closing in on me when i'm that's anxiety dude. yeah then like last night we went to walmart and every i was just kind of like it was like i i don't I, it was in this haze and it yeah. was just i don't know it was weirding me out man he feels like pressured almost. yeah like there was like some you have to pressure hurry. something i don't know and then but i just have fun with it and then it kind of went away just ride the wave. Having fun with it <laughs> Yeah, just ride the fucking wave of anxiety. <laughs> because I'm not really an anxious person. I never really had it. But now as I'm getting older, dude, I, don't I, know if I'm I never had it either, it. dude. Yeah. I, I've always been a, a, a stage. It, you performed boy. on stage. Yeah. And shit. yeah. Never had it. Ne ne not once, never it just got nervous or anything. Just, I mean, I'd get like amped up, but it, like, yeah. I wasn't nervous. Like I wasn't scared to do it, but like yeah. I would get pumped up. Like my adrenaline's pumping. Like I'm ready to go, you know. Basically, my mentality when I would get on stage was, I'm about to fuck these people. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what it is. But, yeah, as I, I've gotten older, like, I don't know, maybe, it's the, or something. maybe, it's the, maybe it was the pandemic that fucked everything up. I don't know, man. It, like, maybe it's in what they're feeding us. Because a while back at a sales meeting, we have all these different breakouts, and one of them, we had to present, um, and one of the things we had to present like this food cost analysis thing. All right, enough about anxiety. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're here yeah. for today. Oh my God. Oh my God. Was we're there anything about... current else current you wanted to talk about? Not that I saw. I didn't really look up any news sites. Let me let me go to your, what's yours again? E-wrestlingnews.com. E-wrestling. E I've e literally, if you're new to the podcast, I've been using e-wrestling news since junior high. So we're looking at, what, 20 years? Fuck. Okay, so Moxley called out Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Capital Collision. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, That'll be good. Okada is going to be there. So, oh, I remember what I was going to talk about. The huge announcement this week is apparently a stadium show at Soldier Field in Chicago for AEW in New Japan. Oh, really? That's stadium. That's show. what Uncle Dave is saying. Well, Uncle Dave. He doesn't yeah. always know. He doesn't always know, but that does sound like something that would be a huge announcement. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. It's stadium. That'd be their first stadium show. Technically, yeah. The first big show was the the uh, the tennis stadium they did in New York. Oh, what was that? Arthur Ashe Stadium. But I mean, what Queens. was the? That was the that it was uh, Brian Danielson's first match. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But but this is their first like legit stadium. Yeah. Because it's yeah. I mean it's a fucking football stadium. 
I think we get AEW, ROH, and Japan if they're doing a stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, ROH yeah, title. Technically, it'd be all, all three, yeah. Yeah. Um, super wonder, show. Super show. Super, super show. show. I want to see how many, what the capacity is at Soldier Field. And obviously, it's more because you can put the ring in there and then put seats around that. Yeah, it's not a football field. Or Soldier is baseball. Soldier, soldier football. That's soldier is football. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. the Bears. Yeah. Okay, What's so the baseball co- one? uh wrigley wrigley yeah yeah um capacity is sixty one thousand five hundred. so I'm, I'm saying you could probably Dang. squeeze what another three four thousand on the field maybe maybe not that much uh well yeah. i mean is that counting is that capacity like top capacity ever like whether it was i would a think that's a football capacity i think so yeah, yeah. I mean, how many people do you think could fit on a football field with a wrestling ring around it? I mean, I don't know how many people are on the floor usually. That's a couple thousand. Yeah, I'm thinking two, three, four, maybe maybe five, five, thousand. maybe five, five thousand. to be safe. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that's big. that's a lot that's of a fucking big people. Area. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's a big area, but it's also five thousand fucking people, and that's a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not too educated on. I don't know that. I don't know. But you think about it like a, a an arena, like you know, MSG does like eighteen to twenty thousand, depending on what kind of show it is. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's not the biggest place, and even like you know, around here, you know, like uh, Kansas City, what is it, Sprint Center or whatever? I think they just changed it, T-Mobile Center or whatever yeah, it is. They just now. changed it to something else. Yeah. Oh yeah, because T-Mobile bought Sprint. That's why. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think that, I think that. The capacity there's like twenty two thousand, and it's not. That's well, not. A, I mean, that's not a huge place either. When is it? When do you, did it say when they might be running this show? I think it was June or July. This I think it was year? like a, yeah. I think it was like end of June. Huh. I is don't know. An, is that enough time to sell that many fucking tickets? That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. That's yeah. a lot of tickies. That is a lot, of, and you better have like. You better start building it, I mean, and you better have some big matches. Yeah, on that card. You that that's one you gotta have Okada for. Yeah, yeah, gotta have Okada, and that's one you really maybe, maybe really that's where Kenny. you have Kenny. Yeah, Kenny Okada in the states in a stadium. Now we're fucking cooking. Yeah, and that, and you have Punk, Adam Cole. I mean, I'd like be it's gotta be a to go to that big shit. show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder if it'll be a pay per view or what. That's a good question. Because it also, can't be a dynamite. No, it can't be a fuck dynamite. No, no that'll that, that's got to be a special like fight or like pay per view, like something. Because I, that's big, man. And see, that's another thing I'm always thinking about with this company is like t- Tony just puts he puts that shit all out. He goes all in, man. I mean, the name is perfect, all in. All and out. that's what they, they were thinking about calling it all in too. Yeah. Well. I mean, you think it's it's all it's all just one big dig at Cody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thought we were Look doing at, all in too. Yeah, <laughs> I love that, dude. That's so funny. If they can sell that, if they're confident they can sell that many tickets and then actually execute, you know, that'd be great. But it's like you you got to wonder, like, what does it cost them to run that show? And if it shits the bed, I mean, they, obviously they're going to get help from New Japan. Yeah, yeah, of course, so. but. You know, those New Japan fans are also the AEW fans. Mm-hmm. And those Ring of Honor fans are also the AEW. Like, those, that fan base is still, it's the same fan base. You're not reaching out to 
but by exactly. doing it in Chicago, they're doing it the right way because that's that's the that's the hub, kind of a hub, man. middle so of America. Gonna, yeah, Either way, you're, you're gonna, not flying across the country; you're only flying halfway if you're coming yep. from New York or or California. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, it's for us. It's not as bad as having to go. You know, somewhere else. No, to the West Coast yeah. or East Coast yeah. or whatever. And you are, I guess, I kind of what I said to take some of that back, like being that that is the hub, like you said. You're gonna grab some WWE fans, sure, because they're and, gonna and they're be curious. like, "Oh shit, I get to see Moxley, I get to see Punk, I get to see Cole, I get to see Danielson." Those big names that came from the Fed, or like you know, they they were in the Fed or in whatever. a in a stadium setting, like a WrestleMania, a WWE type, type setting. Yeah, yep. And you know, it's it's a still a wrestling show. It's still entertainment. So yeah, I think you're gonna grab some stuff, but I. I don't want to be the guy to doubt him, man, because they sold out for all in. So, and that was only 10,000 though. Or 29 minutes and 36 seconds or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So this one, it's like, you got to wonder, I don't know. It's a big announcement. People, there'll be the people that buy tickets immediately just because they do. Cause all wrestling fans have this expendable money. And, um, use some of that by going to pro wrestling tees.com slash shows and yeah. and patreon.com slash yeah. shows. Please do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be a success, but I don't know that they're going to sell out every seat. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the WWE doesn't even do that. That's no. just the nature of the world we live in right, right. now. Right. And yeah, you're right, because WrestleMania wasn't close to a sellout. No. But also, their people. tickets are fucking expensive. Yeah, if AEW made it affordable. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I looked for the, the Kansas City and St. Louis shows. Their ticket prices have went up. The AEW ones, yeah, yeah. I, I think just everything in the world has went up. Yeah, which I mean, like you said, that's the world we fucking live in. But you got to think about gas, food, hotel, all that. I mean, it, travel, flights, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking at a fucking two, three thousand dollar fucking trip. Yeah, for that because you're gonna people. spend money while you're there yeah. too. You're, you're gonna, gonna eat. A t-shirt. You're gonna you're buy gonna, a tea. Yeah. You're gonna maybe go to the pro wrestling tea store and buy yeah. too many t-shirts. Yeah, it's. Uh, if if that is in fact what it is, cool. I hope it goes well, and I'll look forward to watching it. I probably won't be there, but you know, not, I'm cool. not traveling anymore. No, Ever again. no, I think I do my I do enough travel with my yeah. job. So, anyways, yeah, if that's it, cool. I look forward to hopefully. I hope it's a success. I really do. Me too. All right, and, and yeah, I look forward to watching it on TV. Yeah, and probably doing a watch along. Yeah, we're definitely doing a review. Um, Backlash 2002, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's, let's get it. The main event of the evening. 2002. Hollywood one Uncle years. Terry. My, one of my, yeah, Hollywood Uncle Terry. One of my favorite years in the WWE slash F history. I just really liked. And this liked is one, the, one of those I was in and out of. So I'm, I'm enjoying going back and. Rewatching it, watching this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was... watched this one because obviously it was Uncle Terry, but yeah, like you watched it back then. Yeah, because of Uncle. Okay, yeah, I, but I like I wouldn't watch Raw or SmackDown, but I would like. Yeah, I would see the card for the pay per view, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'll get this. Man, in 2002, SmackDown had Raw beat. I think pretty much the whole year. Yeah, like, until was... maybe late year. Yeah, SmackDown was pretty solid. Oh two, oh five, something. Oh two, yeah, yeah. Um. This, yes, I was kind of in and out in O2. I 
partially remember some of this stuff for backlash but it was like i watched the build to mania and then i kind of got out did my own thing but i was in and out the summer i don't remember a lot of that's why i really love the well no because i remember some of the build to judgment day and the fallout from it and then vengeance i don't really remember being a part of SummerSlam, i don't remember being a part of because i didn't really know i didn't figure out who brock was until three so i remember I SummerSlam slam two because HBK came coming back. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. So maybe I did. I don't know. I was in and out. But yeah, anyway. So Backlash Show 2 was April 21st, 2002. It was, uh, it was in Kansas City at the Kemper Arena. It says that it was the first event at Kemper Arena since the Over the Edge 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12,489 people. It says there was 400,000 buys because it's a pretty good buy rate for this. Because, yeah, Uncle Terry. Know, that and dude it was it's pretty hot card i yeah. mean well the card was executed pretty well yeah the tagline one man's journey to stand alone uh so the sunday night heat big show defeated steven richards and just incredible in a handicap match in two minutes and 11 seconds i want to go back and watch some of the 2002 sunday night heats i just man i never forget being a kid looking forward to sunday night heat not watch not being able to watch the pay-per-view but like i get to see the stage set up i was always the most excited to see the stage set up yeah every time we do one of these and you see on wikipedia like there's a sunday night heat match i'm always like man we should watch that too just yeah so we we can really get into it i don't know if they got the o2 heats on there though i don't know if they put you can probably find it on youtube yeah 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 i think the ones that aren't on peacock are usually on youtube youtube that's yeah like if i want to watch like a random like shotgun saturday night i'll watch it on YouTube. yeah i've watched yeah, yeah those are fun and, uh, what is it metal or metal Jack and jacks yeah 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 those are fun shows yeah this stage um, setup is fucking sweet too man i love the, the backlash setup was always little dope. claw thing coming. yeah yeah that was, was always so cool and it has its it has the 2002 theme song like some like alternative new metal type song yeah it was all this they all sounded the same yeah they all did yeah uh it opened with tajiri defeating billy kidman to win the cruiserweight championship he spit the mist in his face it was nine minutes and eight seconds yeah and see i don't remember tori wilson being with tajiri i think it was short-lived okay because she came when she came out with him i was like i mean it makes sense because it was kidman and they were together forever so I guess maybe she turned like, on Kidman. Shoot, they were actually together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if they were married or engaged or something, but they were they were together for a while. They were together for a while. I think Shout out um, to Kidman. Yeah, no shit. Kidman <laughs> can pull some pull some stuff. I think uh, uh what was I gonna say? Kid I think she was like wanting to turn on Tajiri here because she wasn't happy with the way he treated her yeah. and stuff. So that's kind of the thing. Cause like when Kidman was getting some near falls, she was getting excited. You could kind of see. So yeah, it was yeah, like she, it was, she was very reminiscent of uh, Kimberly Page here. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But anyways, it was a it was a decent little opener. It wasn't yeah. like a super fast cruiserweight match, but it was it was a good. This opener. is kind of when like the cruiserweight, like the W the WCW guys, kind of bulked up for the Fed. Yeah, and so it wasn't as fast paced, and they didn't have as many small guys. And and, was, and Ray was like always in the the bigger title pictures. So, yeah, he because he was a bigger star. I yeah, think that was Vince knew Ray was like he was a he was gonna sell some merch. Those masks, mm-hmm. man. He saw dollars when he saw yep. that mask. Ka-ching! And if you notice, it was the light heavyweight championship. 
it wasn't quite the actual cruiserweight title yet. This was, this was still the, it was a different, I think it was the light heavyweight championship still. Hmm. Could be, it could be wrong. I didn't notice that. It did not say cruiserweight. It was like the classic. Cause I don't remember what exactly the light heavyweight title looked like. It was like an upside down triangle kind of. Let me see this real quick. Cause the cruiserweight one, like I definitely remember that. Yeah. Well, WWF light heavy championship this is also the last pay-per-view to be wwf yes this was the final one under the insurrection came the night before they changed but insurrection was a uk only pay-per-view we didn't get that until vhs dvd all that well this must be hold on here i want to look this up because this must be like a transitional cruiserweight championship cruiserweight championship because it looked it definitely looked like it wasn't it wasn't this one you know right it wasn't that one it was it was a earlier model than that it wasn't the wcw one so i'm not really sure what it was because it wasn't the light heavyweight like the 1998 light heavyweight championship it was definitely different but anyways you just you check it out if you watch it again or whatever. But um, anyways, yeah, it was a decent, it was a decent little opener. I'm trying to find it now too, because okay. I'm, I'm curious as to what. I'll keep, I'll keep rolling if you're looking. Um, then we got Scott Hall defeating Bradshaw in five minutes and 43 seconds. Scott Hall had X-Pac with him. And then this was after the brand split. So Bradshaw and Farouk talked backstage for a second, but whenever Bradshaw came out and it looked like it was going to be two on one Farouk's music hit and Farouk came out to back up Bradshaw. Cause I think what Bradshaw was on raw Farouk was on SmackDown. Yeah. Cause backwards. yeah, the draft, they, they split yeah, them up. So up. Um, was there a story behind the Bradshaw Scott Hall match? Cause I was kind of lost. Not really. I think it was like something it, it was probably on the go home show and they just okay. threw it on the car. Yeah. Because I don't, I, and I don't remember seeing a video package for this. No, one. no, it okay. kind of, I think it was kind of just thrown on that happened, which and is a was, shame. Yeah, it was a, the match was fine. I mean, it was two big dudes working out there, hard hitting. And I've got the match pulled up, so I'm trying to get a screenshot of this title so we can see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it'll be like at the start when they show it on the screen. They did, they did show it on. There. It's it not different. what he came out with. No, it's what he came out with. Okay. He, he did. Cause come he's out coming out right now. So. Well, it's that, and then if you want to see a close-up of it, oh, it yeah, yeah, screen. yeah, it's like it's a totally different title. It's not '90s light heavy, and it's not yeah. like the the cruiserweight at, that came. I got okay. I got after the, that. I got it. Because what the current cruiserweight belt is that weird purple one? Yeah, which isn't bad. I don't hate that one. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Scott and Bradshaw. Just to finish that off, do you got it pulled up there? Yeah. Yeah, it's different, man. I don't know if that was like a, what do you call it? A, uh, like a draft of the title, like a first draft of it. Yeah, it's strange. It's it's different. Yeah. Will you screenshot that and send it to me? You still have it pulled up? Yeah, I can send it to you. Because I want to, I want to look at it closer. There's kind of a glare on the, on the screen. 
it's almost WCW-esque. Yeah, yeah almost, yeah. World Cruiserweight Wrestling Champion. Totally different belt, man. I never knew that. That's wild. Yeah, and I don't know how long they used that belt. Yeah. I wonder who has it now. You think it's in, like, the warehouse or whatever? Probably, yeah. I'm sure there's copies out there, but it seems like it was around so short that maybe there's maybe that's the only one. Because I only remember, like, the, the one that you showed before. Yeah. As yeah. far as WWF and then until the purple one, whatever. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Scott Hall, Bradshaw. <laughs> got that figured out. Yeah. Scott Hall and Bradshaw was a, it was a decent little match. It was um, kind of some NWO fuckery for Scott to win. Two big dudes, you know, hard hitting clotheslines, slams, all that good stuff. But yeah, it was fine. But what was it? Bradshaw hit the clothesline from hell and then. And then there was, what was the fuckery that happened? X-Pac, X-Pac. did something. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. I was kind of watching and doing other stuff. Which I hated it because I looked at the card before I watched it. And I was like, oh, it's Scott Hall and Bradshaw. So Scott Hall had so few matches. I was like, in my mind, I was invested. But once I started, then I'm like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. I hate that. But it happens. Um, then we had Jazz defeating Trish Stratus by submission to retain the women's championship in four minutes, 29 seconds. Not show a terrible alum match. Jazz. Yeah, yeah, show alum Jazz. Not a terrible 2000 and early 2000s women's match, you know, because it's Jazz and Trish, two good workers. Yeah. But this, is, know, like, this is still before Trish got really good. Yeah. But she was still decent. She yeah, wasn't she, green as goose shit as she was. She kind of really came into her own. It was probably like that 4 ish. Yeah. She started getting a lot better. I'm sure somebody's like, yeah, yeah, but don't you remember on Raw in 2003 whenever? No, I don't. <laughs> no. I don't remember that. But yeah, it was fine. It was a little, yeah. you know, kind of a popcorn match for me. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Brock Lesnar, I think, making his pay per view debut here. Maybe his in ring debut. I can't remember. I think he might have had a match with one of the Hardys on Raw previously. Mm. And he did, I mean, he did like the darks. Yeah, yeah. Where he, like, there was the one where he came out with Jesse Ventura. Yeah. That's so weird, man. I wish yeah. that would have kind of stuck. I would have loved to see Jesse back in they, the Fed right here. We all know Paulie. Paulie Dangerously yeah. is the, the man, though. But he uh, he beats Jeff here by TKO just to make him look super strong. But I will say five minutes, 32 seconds. I will say Jeff Hardy was the perfect guy for him mm-hmm. to have this match with because the way Jeff sells and can just look like he's just been destroyed. Dude, he's the perfect guy for Brock to take. And, it's, and it's not a nobody like Jeff Hardy's. a name. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big it's a big name. And he you know, he gets his offense in and stuff, too. But like to no avail. Like it's right. Rock just destroys him. He power bombs the shit out of me. F fives him. And then they TKO it. The ref calls it like the way Jeff can flail around and then just be like limp. And the way he takes slams, and shit, like he's just so good at that against a big guy. Yeah. So, and, he, and he didn't look bad. No, because no, of course. Not. Obviously, you know, and Brock's a freak athlete. He's powerful. Yeah. He's just yeah. over overpowering. And he, you know, obviously towers Jeff and in mass, he's just much bigger. Yeah. So it, it isn't it doesn't do anything, obviously, to affect Jeff Hardy going forward. I mean, he's still fucking no. around for Christ's sake. Still over like Rover. The Hardy <laughs> boys always will be, always and forever. But yeah, I think it was the perfect opponent for him. And um <laughs> 
Paul Heyman and the thong thing, though, man, that was weird. <laughs> Smelling her thongs and pulling them out of her suitcase and sh- like, and why did she have so many thongs in there? Why are there so many thongs? How many days were you on the road? Neon colored thongs. Yeah. Like, it was weird. That's man. a Vince thing. That is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're gonna love the thongs. Oh my! God. Really bury your face in it. Ah, oh, it was cringy, man. I'll never um, understand a panty sniffer. That's weird. No, it's so never. gross. No, like I mean, if you're into it, cool for you. But to me, I mean, girls fart and ugh. everybody farts and yeah. shits and pisses. Yeah, it's ugh. that's gross. Panties. <laughs> yeah, you're frozen up right now, like this. There we go. You're back. You're back. Anyways, yeah, so that was that match. Um, and, and that's, man, if we could just have 2002 to 2004 Brock Lesnar back now, I would be okay with it because he yeah. was just, it worked totally different. He worked matches differently, but now it's all MMA, whatever. It'll never change. Um, the Kurt Angle and Edge feud kind of started before this. It leads into Judgment Day in the hair match, obviously, but Kurt Angle defeats Edge here, 13 minutes, 25 seconds. Fantastic match. Yes. Um, I do remember the Raw or Smack. I think it was a SmackDown where Edge is giving him the pictures and it's saying like "I suck" and like <laughs> all that. I remember that. Yeah, SmackDown. I remember that too. And I don't know if I watched that SmackDown or I've just seen clips over the years. Yeah, but yeah, I've, I've, I think it's the clips. Yeah, but great match, man. I mean, these. This is kind of where the card like starts getting in really good picking up. Territory. Yeah, yeah, because. Angle and Edge again, your SmackDown guys that were that's that's what was it, the big five or big six or whatever back then? Yeah, SmackDown Edge, Guerrero, Kurt, um, Benoit, Taker, Taker. Like you just SmackDown was stacked back then, man. And at the time, maybe it wasn't like at the time, maybe people didn't realize, but I think, well, probably, probably did because yeah, going anyways. back and watching Raw and SmackDown this time, you can see the balance, like. SmackDown, yeah. what there was no A and B show. No, they were it was very, two different things. It was teetering where SmackDown was A here. Raw yeah. was still treated like the A show, but I like the man, look of SmackDown better. So much. So much with the fist and then the blue robes, the yeah. silver apron and the black different apron. ref shir- shirts and yeah. Yeah. It yeah, just seemed it. it seemed a little more fresh. Mm-hmm. Raw always seemed like kind of a vintage-esque show. I just don't like red, so I think that might have been. I'm a blue guy for sure, yeah. so I've always liked SmackDown. And then when SmackDown would run the black ropes, I really liked that. Yeah, I always that was an this okay. one here is black ropes, right? Because the pay per views they always did. They always did black black ropes. Black on ropes. Yeah, yeah. Because it it was together. Still take black over white ropes any day of the week. Still mm-hmm. today, man, or blue, blue, yeah. red, even red on a pay per view. I'm yeah. good with that. Red, white, and blue. Okay. Red, white, and blue would be amazing. But anyways, yeah, Kurt and Edge was a great match. Uh, Both of them looked awesome. I think I like the Judgment Day match better, though. I think so. Stipulation helps, and it was also – it was this match, like, with a little bit added. Yeah. It was probably about six, seven minutes longer. Yeah, it was a good one. I think, if I remember correctly, it was longer. Um, Anyways, then we get Eddie Guerrero defeating Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental title, 11 minutes, 43 seconds. Not long enough. (laughs) <laughs> not long enough man because this was another banger of a yeah match. and those two are always going to put on a fucking dude, heater yeah. of a match the frog splash guys yeah and rvd you know he's a big dude but he moves around just like eddie yeah he's so agile um 
Man, Eddie, so Eddie wasn't quite beefy yet. He was beefy, but he, he wasn't was beefy, quite like. But he, he wasn't was like, a, oh, four, Yeah, he wasn't a meat mountain. Yeah, like he, yeah. he'd become later. And he he was doing his cheating to win thing here, kind of the I beginning love it, of dude. lie cheats. Dude, there is Benoit was an amazing wrestler, and he was like top like three like in ring workers around right. this time. Period. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's hard to beat Eddie, dude. Yeah. Eddie was so. I good. will. I will always love the lie cheat steal eddie and he kind of always like was that guy yeah even in yeah. wcw but like in these years like on smackdown like when he would hit somebody with it or go to get a chair or whatever and then like throw it to them they'd catch it and then he'd fall down dude, dude that shit was so fucking good so and like good. no like in the history of wrestling going back nobody had that kind of mentality no, no it no, was no, no, fucking no. perfect and he and i don't nobody could have executed it as good as eddie if that came from the mind of Eddie, which I think it did, I think it had to, dude. The, just the wrestling brain that Eddie Guerrero has. I have his book, and I don't think I think I've skimmed through it, but I've never read the full thing. I need to. Speaking read of which, it. did you get your uh, chic book? I did, and I wanted to talk about that. It had fucking so many ants on it. <laughs> I had, it was in a package or whatever. Right. Came from but there was Toronto. ants all up in it. Yeah, and Mariah called me, and she's like, "Hey, you got a book in the mail, but like, there's ants all over it." So the cover the like side of it and then the front first couple pages are a bunch of dead ants in (laughs) i got my chic book though i gotta read so (laughs) thank you so uh yeah also ecw press go to our twitter i'm gonna keep it running a little bit because i'd like to get some more people involved it's a free fucking book and all you gotta all you gotta do is retweet the tweet uh i'll pin it actually before this episode comes out that way it's easily findable accessible something i don't know uh but yeah retweet follow uh subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash c slash heels and quads wrestling podcast do all that and then yeah and we'll pick i'll do the randomizer pick a winner and uh they'll ship you a book but we still like our copies are our copies they're gonna ship mm-hmm. them yeah yeah okay. those yeah, are our yeah. copies and then nobody wants a copy with that answer over yeah, I mean, I'll send it to somebody if once I get done reading it, <laughs> yeah. if somebody wants it. Like, if you can. Yeah. If, all the if dead I, ants. What's yeah. up with that? I don't know. I'll send you a picture after the show. You think it's a Canada thing or you think? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, we had our mailbox gets ants in it sometimes and I don't know why. Okay. But like the package was, the package was all wet and. Um, <laughs> that was a little wet. It ants, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty dry. Yeah. It was pretty dry. It was, a, it was all air. It's coming from the Kalan. Not to be confused with Epico and Primo, or Carlos or Carlito. Yeah, not to be confused, but As anyway, yeah, okay. do all that and you get a free uh, Blood and Fire Chic book. Yeah, the story of the, the OG Chic with forward by yeah. Rob Van Dam. Yeah, it's, tie it it's back been, around. It's gonna be a good book, man. I'm, yeah. like, I'm almost done with Jr's book. I read slow. I don't read a yeah. lot. So, I, it's dude, I just I love how many books I buy and just oh, don't 100%. read them. I have a shelf full of books I've bought that like I've read half, three quarters, some I've finished. Yeah. Um, like Al Jorgensen, the singer of ministry, mm-hmm. I've read his twice because I just love the book. But anyways, yeah. All right. Kurt Angle defeated Edge. Yes, it was a fucking awesome match. Eddie Guerrero defeated Rob Van Dam was an awesome mm-hmm. match. He I can't remember what he does to get the win at the end. It was the title. He hits him yeah. with the title and then hits the frog splash. Yeah. So you know, lie, cheat, steal, awesome. Eddie Guerrero, one of my favorites of all time. Plus, he's a little guy, so that's another reason why he's one of my yeah. favorites. He's a smaller dude, him and Ben. 
Um, then we get Taker defeating Stone Cold, uh, number one contender match with Ric Flair as a special guest ref. 27 minutes and three seconds. I think the match went too long. Only because it kind of started this to get a little repetitive. after Flair and Taker at Mania, right? Yeah, right after. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was, the, I was trying to s- still figure out why Ric Flair was involved. Because he was the GM or the owner of Raw. This, this right, is when they supposedly right. were the owners. They or just whatever. did the draft. Yeah, and he wanted to call it and straight down the middle or something. Yeah, he he bought fifty percent of the company or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. he's okay. he's in charge of Raw. Vince right. is in charge of SmackDown. Right, that was the story at the time. Um. But it, it was a good match. I'm always down to watch Stone Cold and The Undertaker, but it kind of, there was just a, I was watching it as I was falling asleep in bed last night. And I was kind of like, I got to the point where I was dozing and dozing. I was like, dude, I'm just ready for it to end. Yeah. But it was, I shouldn't say it was too long, but if if they would have just had some more different spots in it. it yeah. Been, well, it was, I don't, it, I don't know how to describe Austin it. Austin and Taker had, had such a long run together. And had wrestled each other so much. It just felt like a. it was continuous. Even though Taker is yeah. a completely different character here. Technically. And that I liked. Because yeah. he never faced the badass. Taker. Right. But it was still an Austin-Taker match. Yeah. It was because a brawl. This is obviously before Taker goes a little more like MMA with the gloves and shit. But mm-hmm. it, it was. It was Booger Red. It was Booger Red. Uh yeah, I mean the match. The match was fine. Was, you know, it just. I think they're not going like, to put on a stinker, but it, it's no. I think twenty-two to twenty-four minutes would have been perfect. That extra like five or six minutes was kind of, you know, could have did without it. But I, it's also like I just I digested it fine. Yeah, know? but you got it's not. It. It's not SummerSlam '98. I think it's still a better match, even though that's not. Thanks even a lot, Dad. Match. By the way, for the tape. Yeah, I wanted to get that out there. Mm, been a while. Yeah. But anyways, it was good. So Taker becomes the number one contender. He wanted to be the number one contender. Well, you see at the end of the show, he wanted to face Uncle Terry. Spoiler alert. But that's all the reason we're doing this. Um, Well, and and it makes sense because Taker won his first title from Terry. From Terry. And at Survivor Series 91. 12. Year anniversary. Yeah, the year anniversary of Taker's debut at Survivor Series 90. He wins the title. Jack Tunney reverses the decision, vacates the title, or when Terry wins it back at Tuesday in Texas, the following Tuesday. They did a pay-per-view just for Terry. Oh, fucking weird, dude. And I love this Tuesday in Texas. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views to just watch when I'm- Never seen it. It's good. I gotta watch it. Um, And then, you know, it's, if you can see that in the build going forward to Judgment Day. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it was a good match. You know, I like, I liked, uh, it just, I think there's something about the match that feels off because, you know, it just doesn't really mean anything because Stone Cold's about to leave. Like now that hindsight. Now, yeah, looking back. At the time. But also like, oh, you kind of wanted know? Austin to win because if Terry won, then you were going to get Stone Cold and Stone Terry Cold and finally. Terry, which you weren't going to get anyway because they didn't want to work each other. Right. But we didn't so, know that back then. We didn't. Plus no. we were childs. Yeah, we were ch- we were children's, but yeah, it's just you kind of know he's leaving Here, I'm, soon. I'm 15 when this happened, or 14, almost 15. Uh, I think I'm nine. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it was it was you know it was a fine match, just a little long. Um, 
Billy and Chuck then defeated Maven and Al Snow. Five minutes, 58 seconds. Give it to me. One of the best fucking... Billy and Chuck. One of the best themes ever. Yeah. Great tag team. Yeah. Because they dominated the SmackDown tag scene at this time. They were, like, always champions. And they were... They were so fucking over, dude. Yeah, man. Everybody liked them. Billy and Chuck. Yeah. With Rico. Fucking Rico, dude. Best sideburns in the game. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And Maven here. This is kind of before he disappears, I guess. Yeah. Because he was around for a little bit. Al Snow, always a pleasure to watch him work, just knowing that he's the badass trainer he is. Now. He's so good. Yeah. Didn't didn't but get his due. It was your it was your, you know, little come down match before the main. Yeah. And then we get the main. We get which I love this rendition of Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood Hulk Hogan defeated Triple H to win the undisputed title. In 22 minutes and four seconds. This is your favorite Uncle Terry. It's tough to say because I really like straight up Hollywood, but I think this is my favorite Uncle Terry because I love that it's Hollywood with the blue and red tie-dye pants. Ah. And he's just burnt hot dog as can be. Yeah. I love this Uncle Terry, but I think Hollywood, like actual NWO Hollywood is my favorite. But this is for sure number two. Hollywood Uncle Terry. Like, yeah, he was so good. WCW super fucking burnt crispy hot dog like that fart (laughs) but i mean he was hollywood hogan's the best heel of all time i think so good i mean it's hard vince mcmahon yeah i mean vince piper it's hard to beat those kind of guys but fuck man hollywood hogan was such a fucking like and i mean it didn't matter to me because i was hogan regardless i didn't give a yeah shit. no matter what like no matter i wasn't what. the kid in the crowd crying i mean i was shocked when it happened but i was yeah. like fuck yeah dude but it's almost exciting when he yeah. turns heel because you're like oh man i've never seen this yeah something different yeah and, and i mean like, yeah it was the crowd was turning on him and shit and you know whatever but yeah here i i liked when they came back as nwo but i was glad when he went back to the red and yellow yeah because it now you could get that run at that point, you know, other than the WCW, like at the end when he did it, but then he kept going back and forth and then he didn't know what the fuck he wanted to do. Yeah. And that was weird. I didn't like that. He didn't know what worked for him, brother. Yeah. And then he wore like the fucking Fumba or whatever the fuck on the jacket that he had, like the tank, like the denim vest jacket thing he had. Oh, like, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like 2000. F-U-M-B or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know what but, that was. Yeah, but th- this run was cool. Um, and Because he still came out to... Did he come out to Real American yet? No, right here was Voodoo Child. It's still Voodoo it has Child. that weird dub. Yeah, and it's it, trash. Wow, wow, wow. And it, you can just tell it's a dub because yeah. it's like... What? It, yeah, it, it doesn't <laughs> sound right with yeah. the audio. But anyways, yeah. It, so yeah, he doesn't because he doesn't do real American until the summer, oh, maybe three. Is I it, think. Oh, well, I don't. I know at Judgment Day he comes out to this weird song, well, okay. Voodoo Child at the time. Um, it's after. I thought when him and Edge teamed, he did real American. I, he did do real American then because that was oh Fourth of July too. Was that oh three? I thought that was oh two. That was 02 because he, I think he leaves after Mania 03. Yeah. I think he, we've had this conversation like year, before. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, well, he's gone for like the fall of 02. Yeah. And then he comes he back, to, he comes back and wrestles Vince at Mania and then yep. he does the Mr. America thing and then he's gone till 05. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So O2 summer is that is him and edge. They're the, the tag team or whatever. That's like, yeah, yeah, because I think on vengeance or something like that, he's in in a tag belt match or something like that or something like that. This, this time period is so weird. It's very hazy. Let me, let me go to that. There's insurrection. I don't know that he was on that because I didn't work for him, brother. That was overseas. King of the Ring. I don't remember if Terry was on King of the Ring or not. Was he? Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle beat Hulk Hogan at King of the Ring. Oh, two. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's and right. And Vengeance. I and think Brock is wins the, the King of the Ring. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, it gets a little fucking hazy here. And then Vengeance. And like like is... we talked about, we were in and out. So. Yeah, I can never remember. It's like one of my favorite years in wrestling. Yeah. But I can never remember. Um, yeah, and then Vengeance, uh, the Un-Americans take the belts from Edge and Hollywood Hulk Hogan because Edge and Hollywood have the titles at that time. So, yeah. i go back to Backlash. All right. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I just wanted to double fact check that. We'll have to do Vengeance we, of dude, too. We fucking start getting on a rant and, like, looking shit up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's up. interesting. Let's do Vengeance O2 this year, too. Oh, yeah. And I, King I'm of the cool. Ring. We haven't done King yeah, of the I'm Ring Yeah, I'm cool O2. with running O2. We did Judgment Day already. Yeah, because so. I'm looking forward to getting to the fall, to those late O2. Maybe I'll go days. back, because I've been talking about this for so long, going back and re-editing, but it's hard. It's hard to listen to stuff we did years ago, early. Uh, some of it's, it's rough. Dude. cringy, dude. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about me being a fucking drunk piece of shit. No, I'm, just I'm talking whole... about just like, ugh. We didn't have a flow yeah we didn't have like now yeah it it was bad i put the first episode on like two weeks ago because i was gonna re-edit it that's hard to listen to and i had a dip in my mouth don't ever fucking podcast and dip because you sound like you got a list (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways yeah uh Uh, yeah so what i'm hang on do your thing what i was talking about a flow we don't have one now (laughs) i was gonna re-edit judgment day oh two and put it okay on like an off week that oh, way cool. yeah that way there's something out like yeah like heels and quads rewind or something we'll call it I don't Fuck know, yeah, a, that sounds kind of back cool. yeah because i man i'll watch judgment day next month yeah 20 years but uh, yeah but i don't it, i don't want to review it again because we've already done it i just re right. re it and put it out revisited yeah clean it up a bit there we go okay sorry um go. terry and paul yeah. Did you Uncle think Terry, Uncle Paul? I, I enjoyed the match. It was good. I mean, Terry clearly is not the Terry. Until he's got back he problems. A little slower. Yeah. Trips carries the match. The thing that got me more than anything is not the match, the opening promo of the pay-per-view. Terry, very Terry, uh, Balea voiced, calm down brother. Yeah. Um, talks about, you know, how he wrestled the Rocket Mania and then how now the rock even though he beat terry he's a full-fledged hulkamaniac brother yes <laughs> i fucking laughed for probably five it's minutes i had to go back and finish maniac. watching the triple h part because i was laughing so hard but but and then the triple h part you know it's it's i consider it an honor to be in the ring with hogan and yeah Hulk. and i'm like man that that kind of like set the table for the paper like i was looking forward yeah. to watching it. this and is I, a cool I'd match seen it before but it was like, I don't know, man. I, I just, I guess I never paid attention to that promo. Maybe I'd never watched no, the whole pay-per-view. No. Maybe. I don't well, know. it was a Maybe. short build, man. It's only a yeah. month. Yeah. I mean, I went, say only a month, but. 
yeah barely though because i mean he yeah. was still talking about the rock and you know it takes time to get him out of the nwo and put the red and yellow back on all that stuff but yeah it, i thought it was cool it's definitely better than the undertaker terry match at judgment day i think so and i think that might just be with the size and, issue and the and, finish was and the finish just, yeah <laughs> yeah that was right i didn't like uh, the way it ended i wish they could have went back and like vince go go back out there do it again and do it again, yeah. back in the day i think this match is good because i mean it's not like some melter five-star match but right it's a this is a fucking classic uncle terry match and the reason why is because he's in there with triple h yeah and that's nothing against the undertaker because the undertaker make people look good too but i think it was just the yeah, fact that this they're too time big. triple h was fucking nobody was working better than triple h no trips was he, he was, was so on good. top man. and another thing about it too i really like is that trips is still kind of the baby face right here and i was thinking about it and i was like oh he'd been healed for so long but not really because dx he was kind of a baby face it's just that that 2000 2001 like just bad heel triple h and then he gets Through injured oh like six yeah yeah like it's it's a nice he, breath of fresh air here but yeah he get, he gets injured he comes back and he's a baby face and he's a baby right. face and P, the pop was amazing yeah I like Trips as a as a face here for a short period, but he goes back to heel. I think you know summer with the Shawn Michaels thing. So, yeah. like vengeance ish. I don't know what Trips did on Vengeance. I don't know if he was on that card or not. But um, yeah, would that were they still doing the pay per views together? Were no, yeah, they were still doing the pay per views together. All of O two was together. Yeah, yeah. Oath, even Oath, actually, even O three. Oh four is when they start the oh four is when they separated. Okay. Yeah. Let me go to let's see, King of the Ring. Who was the title match on that? Triple H and Taker. Yeah. And then Vengeance, I wanna say Trips wasn't on that card. Yeah, he's not on the Vengeance card. I don't know why, but he's not. I don't remember if we talked about it when we did Judgment Day, because it's been, I think we did it like two years ago. But I want to think that when Hogan agreed to come back, he goes, okay, but I want to run with the, with the strap brother. And he does call it a belt in the, uh, he did call it a belt in the promo. I noticed that. Um, I want to say it's got a, it had to have been part of the deal. Like I want to, even the strap. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's a month, but he'd only been there for a month when he wins it. Yeah. Or take or well, two months, but, the first month they didn't really do anything until he wrestled the rock. Yeah. Let's see. So the belt Jericho drops it to Hunter at Mania. Mm-hmm. Hunter drops it to Terry at Backlash. The next month. The next month. Terry drops it to Taker, Taker the at next Judgment month. <laughs> Day. And then Taker retains at King of the Ring. And then Taker drops it at, at Vengeance to The Rock. And then The Rock drops it to Brock Lesnar at Summer SummerSlam. Hot so potato with the belt, though, too. It's a pretty eventful summer, but sometimes I like that yeah. because I just like different champ. You know, I like the long-term champion, but I also really like when it's like, I like those month run guys, man. I, I like the the transitional champions because it sometimes it can be too long, like now what we're dealing with. Yeah. And it's like, if they change, it's only to these certain people. Yeah notwithstanding the the biggie run which i was happy he got it but but even like when i was a kid like yeah hulkmania whatever running wild 
I was into it. You know, he was a champion. He was the face. But th- that made sense because that company was still building then. Yeah. But then, you know, 90, 91, they start kind of, let's see what we can do here. Like, Terry is he's on his way out. He's making movies, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's refreshing, like, to go back and watch this because you're like, hang on, who was the champion this month, you know? Yeah. So it's not like coming up when Triple H holds the World Heavyweight Championship for, like, 17 years. And then it went straight from Triple H to fucking Randy, and then it went to... Back to Triple H. Yeah. Because <laughs> Randy, Randy was that one-month champion. He yeah. won at SummerSlam from Benoit. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, it went from Benoit to Randy, and then Trips gets it at Unforgiven. Yeah. Which is a good... That's a good program, because Randy... That's when the and also O two, right? Sean wins the world heavyweight at Survivor Survivor Series, Series. (laughs) and which we've never done that, which is weird because we talk about it a lot, but we've never we've never reviewed it. And he drops it to Triple H, and then he drops it at Armageddon. Yep, because Trips gets given. O two is full of fucking champions. A lot of title changes. Uh, Trips is given the title the world heavyweight title around Unforgiven. And then he faces, I think, Kane or RVD at Unforgiven mm-hmm. for the title. He retains think it. Kane. Yeah. Bischoff gives him the title. Bischoff gives him the title. because Bischoff's getting ready champion. to come in pretty quick. Yeah, he comes in in the summer, I think. Yeah, like July. I believe, yeah. Right? Yeah. So around I mean, Vengeance? Yeah. He, okay. he covers, he starts, he takes over Raw. Because something happens. That's kind of something there. Like Flair must, there must be a story that gets Flair out of there. I wonder if it's the name change that's fucking with all this. I don't know, man. I really because I feel like at this point, obviously it's a month away. They know they're changing yeah. the name, right? Oh, for sure. They're in negotiations yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, they're in yeah. court still, probably at this time. Yeah. Fuck like the man. World Wildlife. Oh, too. It's wild. I'm actually kind of it's excited. A roller coaster, man. Yeah, it, it's one of those years where I went back and watched some of the summer Raws and the Smackdowns just to kind of because like a lot of the stories I didn't know what was going on, but then also when I watched the pay per views, I'm like, I kind of want to watch the build of this. Yeah, but watching I, a man, whole I get year that is too. a lot. Yeah, like when we uh, going out of uh, what do we do? No way out. And we'd already done Mania, but then I wanted to watch the night after Mania to kind of mm-hmm. get to this. Yeah. I was like... They do the tag match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. But, like, just looking through, because I have a hard time, like, trying to watch it with what we're doing. Like, I start getting ahead of myself and looking on Wikipedia and stuff. But then, by by the time we get to it, I've already forgot. So, yeah, whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, I've watched this year a lot, and I still forget it. Yeah. And Judgment Day 02, man. Triple H and Chris Jericho, Hell in a Cell is awesome. Yeah. I know it's, it's a very underrated one. A lot of people didn't like it, but I think it's a cool Hell in a Cell match. Is that was that considered a number one contender match? Since Trips gets the title shot, it might be because that feud starts here, where Chris Jericho tries to cost uh, Triple H the belt or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and then Taker gets it to where Terry can win because he wants to face Terry as he's walking away, he's right. smiling. Right. I'm going to have to watch that Terry Taker match again because the finish, I can't quite remember, but I know it wasn't good. It was the choke slam. Oh, God. When he picks yeah. him up to go to, and Terry just kind of fucking. Yeah. Cook, yeah. Overcooked spaghetti noodles. And it's, it's yeah, false. it's not good. It's not good. 
But either way, everybody needs to go back and watch Backlash 2002. Yeah, I, yeah, this was. A I good love show. the show, yeah. man. And uh, grilling Jr. this week is Backlash 02, so I'll actually I'll listen to that for sure. Cool. We can get ours out first. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what right. day does that come out on? Thursday. Oh, okay, yeah, we're good then. Yeah, we're good. So I'll have it out for Patreon as soon as we're done, and then I have to edit. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, let's take her home. Yeah, let's, let's do it. This is fucking long in the tooth, yeah. and I got to get. Yeah, I work and all that shit still. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Pick up some of our merch. The new wrestling hygiene shirt coming this week, right? Yes, this week. This week. It's our and elbow. And it's going to be $16.99. Yeah, it's a, it's a cheaper shirt. Yeah. That's nice. I'll be picking one of that, those. That way you can get the, the soft style and shipping. You're looking at $25, $26 instead of $30, $31. Not too shabby. Yeah. Not too shabby. Um. Call our elbow, you know, small selection currently, yeah. but use the promo code Heels and Quads on all caps checkout, save 10% of the order. Patreon.com slash Heels and Quads, trying to Patreon. build this fucking thing. A lot of fun people came over from Talking Shop Patreon. We hang out. It's fucking silly. A lot of people drink, maybe partake in, you know, some other CBD. Yeah, some CBD oil. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good time. And, uh, not this coming Tuesday, but next Tuesday, we'll do the next Zoom meeting. We'll do like yeah. an hour, just yeah. hang out, talk what's going on wrestling, or just shoot the shit, whatever. But yeah, it's a good a time. Of, Plus a lot you of get, O2 coming your way this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you get the exclusives, you get the watch-alongs and all that shit. So yeah. fun, fun stuff. We should do a Raw or a SmackDown O2, like a, like a summer episode at some point. Okay. Just talk about it. We could we never do, really do it. I kind of like kind of want to do the the Hogan Edge tag match where they win it. Yeah, yeah, we can do that one. Yeah, we'll see what else is on the card. Too. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll look into it. But anyway, we'll figure so. it out. That's later Let's on take in it summer. Home. Yeah, let's take it home, people. We got All shit right. to do. Tell Happy your friends. Easter. Happy Easter. Tell your friends. Tell your, en- tell your enemies. There we go. Tell, tell your friends. <laughs> tell your enemies. All right. Talk to you next time with something else. Something else. O2. What's May? Something. Judgment Day. Ah, fuck. We could do we do a SmackDown for that since we've already yeah. done it. We could like, do maybe go, go home. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. Maybe do that. All right, let's do that. I know Taker drags Terry behind the belt or behind the, <laughs> behind the oh, not fuck belt. the bike by the bike. Yeah, wolf. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough to watch, yeah, but I'll watch it again. Fuck it. Cool. All right, we'll talk to you All next right. time. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.